Social media management is notorious for being high pressure, competitive, and changing literally every day, which is why it isn't surprising that most social media managers get burned out within the first two years. So how do you keep going? How do you stay up with the latest updates, protect your mental health, and build a successful social media management business that supports your lifestyle goals? Whether that's working from home with your kiddos or jet-setting around the world, that's what this show is all about. Welcome to Social Media Manager Confidential. I'm Shantae Gorman, founder of a six-figure social media management agency and mentor to social media managers. And I'm here to dish on the ins and outs of the social media management world without any of the gatekeeping that can come along with it. You'll learn, you'll laugh, and you'll leave each episode inspired. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Social Media Manager Confidential. I want you to know that I appreciate you and I hope you're having an amazing week. I feel like it's time for a little pep talk from social media manager to social media manager. I have been getting so many DMs and having so many conversations with my mentees about dealing with difficult clients and I just, I feel like we need to have a little bit of a talk. Okay, so here we go. And this is coming from a place of love and reassurance. And I just hope that it really helps you and takes some of the pressure off. So I had a conversation with a mentee recently and she had asked me how I make sure I'm the expert for my clients in any industry. So she had a client who was a nutritionist And then she was talking about, well, what happens if I, you know, I'm not personally a nutritionist, but like, how can I make sure that I'm the expert to create content for this nutritionist? And so I just want to, if you're feeling this way, if you're feeling overwhelmed and like you have to be an expert in every single industry that you're going to serve, I just want to kind of shift that mindset a little bit in that you do not have to be the expert in like nutrition. The only thing that they are hiring you for is to be an expert in social media. You're there to help them grow on social. You're there to help grow their business. You're there to create content. You are not there to be a nutritionist. And so what you need to do as part of the onboarding, as part of the discovery call process, is ask them what kind of information you'll have to work and create content from. Do they have blogs? Do they have like automated emails? Do they have newsletters, YouTube videos, podcasts, anything like that that you can pull content from that already is showing their expertise and you're just repurposing it for the specific social media platform. If they don't have that, another thing that you can do and what I like to do with clients who are better at speaking and prefer to like speak versus write everything out is ask them some questions and you can record a video you can do this over loom and it's basically like interview style of asking them like about their audience and what pain points they have and what they would say you know to someone who's struggling with xyz or common mistakes or myths or whatever it is that you want to post about asking them specifically what they would say to someone who is wondering about this and then record it And then you can use a tool to transcribe this video. I like to use otter.ai, O-T-T-E-R.ai. I believe it's a paid service, but it will transcribe the video that you upload. And then you can take this transcription 
and create content from it. You're going to have to tweak it because it sometimes it misses words and it kind of sounds weird, but you can at least create like hooks from it. So recently I did like something like this for a real estate client. She's a realtor. The market's kind of funky for them right now. And so we really want to position her as like the authority and the value and like necessary for people who still want to buy homes and like all of the stuff that she does behind the scenes. So I had her just film a video talking to the camera, walking me through every single step that she does. I transcribed that video and then I created a series where I wrote a script based on the things that she said, but, you know, polished up, made it with like a nice catchy hook and a call to action at the end and all that. But now we have six videos that she can create for us and film, you know, in a portrait mode, making it more content, social media focused. But that is where I pull the information from. She has the expertise. She has the knowledge. She has the phrases that I want to use in her content so that she really shines and her authority is there. So that's something you can do. Otherwise, you can do like brainstorming, having them just like do content dubs of where they write out whatever it is that you need to know. Make sure you give them prompts because a lot of times they have no idea what you want. The more information, the more word vomit, as myself and my clients tend to call it. Mean Girls reference for those of you who are not millennials. (laughs) Just that's what you need. They are the experts. You just need to pull from that, draw from that. And have that conversation with them of here's how it's going to work. Here's how we're going to create content. I'm going to be relying on you. I'm going to slide right in here and interrupt for just a moment to let you know that you are personally invited to join the Sugar Punch community for social media managers. Inside this community, social media managers like you come together to meet and support one another, get answers to burning questions, and build a thriving social media management business. It's 100% free, plus you'll get access to exclusive trainings and resources, be invited to special events, participate in fun challenges, get added to our social media manager directory, and more. Create your free account by going to community.sugarpunchmarketing.com. I'll link it in the show notes for you. See you inside. Now back to today's episode. The other option if they aren't willing to or don't have the time to do it up front is to create the captions, create video prompts and leave spaces for fill in the blank. So you can give them like a headline and then a call to action. And then in between there, maybe in parentheses or like a fill in the blank style of, you know, here's kind of the information that we need from you. And then if you do need to go back and tweak that a little bit so it's formatted nicely for like a caption or readable or add emojis or whatever, you can do that. But really having a collaborative experience, especially for people who are experts and don't have like a blog or anything like that to pull from, that's another way to kind of go about it. And I don't have a specific set way that I do it for my agency. I like to customize based on each client's needs of how we're getting this content from them. So we use all of these tactics depending on the client and what the client likes to do and how they like to communicate. Now, if the client doesn't get me the content that I need or doesn't give me any content ideas or anything like that based on what I'm asking for, I have a couple of ways that I handle this. So if it's a client who, you know, maybe they're just really busy, normally they're very on time with things, we might repurpose some of their older stuff into, you know, it looks new, it's a new post, things look different, but it's the same information. So, you know, recycling content 
which is a way that we can do that. And usually the client is like, okay, that's fine. As long as something, you know, good quality is going out, go ahead. If it's somebody that is new that we haven't really done a whole lot for, then we just kind of put a pause. Content doesn't go out until they get us what we need. And this is part of our contract of, hey, we're here to help. You're paying to be on our roster, but if you don't get us what we need, we can't do our jobs. And then it also kind of reiterates when I do their monthly report, because I do a monthly report for them every 30 days, and I like to sit down and film a video walking through the report with them, and then they can watch it on their own time. But essentially what I will do is say, hey, here's the content that went out. It is less than what we usually would like to, or it doesn't follow the strategy because of X, Y, Z. And here's what I would recommend moving forward. You always want to, you know, have your best customer service foot forward if they're busy, if they've got stuff coming on in life. You can make sure that they know that you understand where they're coming from. Come with empathy. You're here to help. You're here to support. You're not here to berate them or make them feel bad or make them feel guilty or anything like that. But you want to also let them know like, hey, I'm doing the best I can with what it is that I'm being provided. So Next month, you know, we'll improve if things settle down. If not, it's totally okay. We're here to help. We're doing what it is that we can. Here's some ways we might be able to make your life a little bit easier. Here's some ideas of content that might be a little bit more manageable for you. They may not perform as well, but at least content is going out and your account isn't stagnant and they might, you know, they're still kind of doing okay. They're not the top of the strategy stuff, but it should be a little bit easier, a little bit more manageable for you. Let me know what you think kind of a thing. So you're there to try to do what you can to support them. But again, at the end of the day, if they're not getting you what you need, if you have nothing you can post from, it should be in your contract that they still have to pay you for the amount of time that you have set aside to work on their stuff. There's an analogy I like to use over and over again. And if you've heard it before, I'm sorry. And if you haven't, hopefully it, you know, turns a light bulb moment on for you. But essentially, As a social media manager, you are being paid to be the account's babysitter, right? We're making sure it has what it needs. We're keeping an eye on it. We're spending time on it so that our clients don't have to. But at the end of the day, again, we are the babysitter and they are the parent. So we don't get to decide, you know, what time bedtime is or what type of shows they're allowed to watch or what they get to eat in a day. So if the parent wants to feed their Instagram account a bunch of cookies and junk and garbage and nothing nutritional whatsoever, that's on them. Like they get the final say, they get that decision. If we want to be helpful, if we want to try to do our jobs as the account babysitter, we can say, hey, I would recommend, you know, maybe trying to feed your kid some a balanced diet or fruits and vegetables or, you know, trying to get them to sleep for a few hours instead of staying up for 24 hours, you know, like, We can have our recommendations, but they are the ones who make that final decision, not us. And we need to be able to detach ourselves from that. We're a point of it's not our account. We don't have full control. We are the helper. And that's it. So hopefully you found that helpful. If you have any friends who are social media managers or marketers, share the link to this episode with them and help them out. And if you're not already following this podcast, make sure you hit the follow button or the plus button in Apple Podcasts. You can get brand new episodes delivered straight to your podcast app every Friday. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you next time. 
Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Learn more about my digital template shop, online courses, and mentorship program by going to my website at sugarpunchmarketing.com. And while you're there, make sure you join my safe, supportive community created exclusively for social media managers. It's 100% free to join and packed with really amazing resources, trainings, and people. See you next time.